want to start it any other way. <laughs> Whoa. Who's this I'm talking wow. to? Oh, my goodness. It's been uh, quite a while. Has it been six months? And It's been literally six I, months. It's been a long time. I don't even know. We had, like, such high hopes of the Black Chillerettes gone rogue. And, like, it it really did. It, it did. Went, way it went way rogue life went went, (laughs) life went rogue it went went quite rogue um so if you did listen to those and were like yes this is about to be a new season of the black chillerettes it was it came it ended just as quickly as it started because life came at us quick real fast um and we had to once again take some time away, but we're back. We're back. So, and you know what? Yeah. Of all of the things to have to take a break for, I feel like we had we had good reason. We've always had good reason had for good our reason. hiatus. Yeah. But you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm sure that we will talk about this um at some point. Uh whether that be a bonus episode or something. But if you are just now tuning in, if you are a new listener or if you are an old listener, one of the homies who's been with us from the beginning, first of all, we love you. But one of those reasons why we did have to take a break was that I was diagnosed with breast cancer in February, and that was wild. <laughs> um, so Why are we laughing about I can't cancer? Really, it's it's because I laugh if you follow me on Instagram you see my stories and you see that I laugh to keep from crying um but no in all reality like it it's just wild um that's that's all I'm gonna say for now because like like I said it could be another episode bonus content yeah lifestyle check-in all of the things but um yeah that happened um so that's been my past six months um dealing with that diagnosis and all of the things that come with that so thank you to anyone who's reached out um and like checked in on me i know that we have been inactive on our black chillerettes instagram but i've tried to stay as active as i can or could during all my diagnosis and treatments and stuff um and i know that y'all have been like reaching out to me so that's been really really meaningful um supporting me in more ways than one so you're all fabulous um if you didn't know i am cancer free now so that's good news so that there's she a there's a positive end to booty. the story yeah for sure i for did sure. i i did it, it was hard and like i said we'll talk about that later at some point but um but yeah I'm here, and we're back. And I don't know, Maya, if you want to talk about a little bit of where you've been, a little synopsis. Yeah. um, Well, first, I want to say I'm very grateful that we are able to have this conversation right now and be, like, in a space where we are recording an episode in a place where hopefully we're feeling a little more ease and and peace um, with where we are because Mm -hmm. that time period was very scary. You know, and I'm just yeah. very grateful. I, I know I've said this to you a million times, um, but I'm just grateful mm-hmm. that you're okay. I am so grateful that you are in yeah. my life. And mm-hmm. what a way to put into perspective, like, the impact that you, Victoria, have on everyone. 
um, mm-hmm. and to see like your fight and your courage um, and Thank your you. humor in the midst of all of this has mm-hmm. been um, a major way, I guess, to put, I- I'll just speak for myself, but life into perspective about what it means to like mm-hmm. keep it moving and keep your head up, but also keep it real with yourself and be, a, you know, a buck right. one thou about what you're doing because so many of us run around saying we're transparent we're authentic and like don't think I have the (laughs) wherewithal or the capacity that that you showed or the grace that you showed um yourself and so many others by building community the way you you did in that journey so it's exciting to be here um and I will not cry because I've cried enough on voice memos with you anyways (laughs) Right. Um, there has been lots of tears. Yes. So many tears, but now there's, you know, um, a little more joy as, as you move mm-hmm. forward. Um, right. Me, for the last six months, mm, you know, just a little theatrical takedown <laughs> for some. Yes. Uh, a little bit of, you know, racial profiling from a, a previous contract uh, contract that I was mm-hmm. working on incredible show got to do like the world premiere of a piece but ended up <laughs> on crutches yeah uh after maiming myself and then still did the entire four-week production while also yeah. traveling back and forth from san diego to la to do oscar stuff for king richard which we're so grateful right. for i'm sure that whole thing will want to be some semblance of a bonus episode yeah Mm -hmm, Um, but the journey of King Richard kind of continued as I um, moved on to my next contract which was very um shout out to San Diego rep if you know what San San Diego rep is um Mm -hmm. and know that they are no more and for now that is exactly what needs to be um so that's what I had been doing and um didn't mean to get the theater to, didn't mean to have a, out here, (laughs) didn't out here causing, we out here causing Chris Harrison to (laughs) lose his job. We out here causing theaters to shut down. Listen, don't come for the bachelorettes. Okay. No, we (laughs) didn't do that. We going to come for your jobs. I'm just kidding. Oh my goodness. But for, for, for the right reasons. For the, for right, the reasons. right reasons and also on exactly. accident and also only by proxy right. technically because right. I will yeah. not I the, the, we didn't get Chris Harrison fired Chris Harrison uh, got him himself fired Chris Harrison got himself fired but we you know we did not help you know we did not we start we like kind of like put some put some oil in the engine and the train, the caboose, whatever. And we was like, go I, ahead. I thought you were going to say like kerosene go on the ahead. fire or something. Like no, that. no. I, I was, I was, I don't even know what coal, coal, coal powers. Like, I mean, back in the day, coal like powered trains. That's right? true. Like, that's, yes. Okay. And we did put some, we just provided the, the coal. Right. Yeah. Um, and we were like run train. And San Diego rep definitely closed down for many more reasons than the race, racism and discrimination and prejudice and sexist practices. There was a whole bunch of financial impropriety that they had going on, but they did decide to leave the experience of the cast of the great con out of the conversation. And so mm-hmm. we made sure we were heard. <laughs> Right. There were radio shows, there were lives, there were news articles, 
um, about our experience that ended up um, being developed. So it was really nice mm-hmm. to stand together with folks to make sure our experience was heard um, because it was an absolute terror of an experience. Probably the worst contract yeah. I've ever worked on, but what a beautiful family, the folks um, on that team, that cast and that crew, and even some of the incredible staff members of the San Diego Rep did mm-hmm. in the midst of the chaotic fire that was working there. So um, yeah. that, and then I moved across the country <laughs> after being in New York for five years. I finally made the jump to be bi coastal. So now I am based in LA, but still work wherever the work will call me. So I'm considered bi coastal between LA and um, New York City. And yes, I was indeed homeless for two months. <laughs> yeah. um, so, wild ride. It has not been fun it's been really housing market's terrible if you didn't know maybe don't move if you have the the ability to stay where you are and you have the security and the stability to stay where you are maybe do that (laughs) um because the like i I guess february march april oh wow the last six months just in general have been a raging yeah trash fire but i did finally get a home still looking for work you know fingers crossed that my next job is right around the corner but um Mm -hmm. yeah being houseless is incredibly scary um yeah living out of a car is not fun and I know that so Mm -hmm. many folks that listen to the podcast reached out to be like how do you go from being in like the most successful movie of the year to like not being able to afford to live it happens and I don't know what y'all think we get paid as artists and actors but it's not that much there's a reason yeah (laughs) why we have a patreon for this podcast okay right um right and so yeah it was an incredibly humbling experience a little more harrowing than I anticipated but I finally live in the same place with my partner after being together for three years Mm -hmm. and I'm really hopeful about you know what's next um yeah yeah, it's been a, a rough time. I feel like I just, you know, life is beating our ass, but um, yeah, it's definitely fuel for us to keep it moving and to stay encouraged mm-hmm. and to keep up our fight because that doesn't even refer to the chaos that it is to live in America right now. Right, we have <laughs> not even touched touched on the state of this nation um, and we don't have to and because... and we don't have to and also like to be real like I have not been paying too much attention to the news lately because it is very draining and I'm currently on on a road where I'm trying to get back to myself mm-hmm. and I don't need that negativity right now I've had enough negativity over the past six months like we were just saying and I'm like you know, the news is going to have to stay off and I will be watching Big Brother. Up. <laughs> so, which I, I just that. recently started back up. I used to watch it when I was younger Same. and then I stopped and I started back up um, kind of like with the last celebrity season that Todrick was on. And then I picked up with this new season that started last week and I'm kind of loving it I don't know I think I'm okay. a big brother stan now so maybe we'll do a little spin-off a little episode spin-off, or something like a little reaction um, to big brother I actually I yeah. have a friend who 
is like super fan Big Brother fan. Really? And yeah, also I do too. my mom yeah. is a super be fan our Big Brother fan. So maybe yeah. it could be a guest a guest episode with yeah. Mama B. Yeah, they'll be our guest. My friend Marcella. <laughs> Love that. Because I also like, because um, they did, they're doing this season. There's a, a new season of Big Brother, but there's also a new season of The Challenge. And The Challenge, which is normally MTV, is now CBS. And they got Big Brother, Survivor. That. Yes. they. So now they're doing... I mean, the, the MTV Challenge is, I think, only on Paramount Plus now. Okay. And I feel like they're just going to be doing All-Stars now. Because they used to have like a regular Challenge season on airing on MTV. And then All-Stars would air on paramount plus Mm -hmm. but i think that now since they're going to cbs i feel like it's gonna all be all stars for like the mtv people because they're not mtv's not really giving us as many new reality shows as they used to um so they were like well the reality shows on cbs are still here and popping so let's bring this show over there so anyway so i think that what's gonna happen is all of all of our mtv challenge stars that we love and adore you're going to have to get Paramount Plus if you don't have it because, unfortunately, they probably will no longer be on I'm telling you right now, my mom and her relationship with CT and Johnny Bananas yeah. is so yeah. deep. Like, I've known the, I those love, men since I was mm-hmm. a child. Oh, absolutely. I, and Johnny, he he ain't been on there. He he live, he's, he's hosting um whatever show Carson Daly used to host at, like, night on NBC. The Voice? I don't know what it's called. No. Um... But he did host that too. But um, but no, it's like some show called like, it's kind of like a, what's happening show, kind of like a pop culture. Like I don't know, it's very interesting. But that's what that's Johnny Bananas' well, gig now. So he Johnny hosts that. Bananas. Is um, CT so retired said, yet? CT is not retired yet. He wasn't on this last season of All Stars. Because he had, um, didn't he win the one like the three before that? He he, but he that's the thing. All Stars was like. LOL, us coming back to our Bachelorette podcast and not talking about the Bachelorette. Um, but anyways, he he was always competing on the regular challenge, like the one that was still airing mm. on MTV. Yes. And All-Stars, when they initially brought All-Stars back, it was actually really funny because it was like all these people in their 40s who like hadn't worked out in like several years. So CT like couldn't be on that one because like he literally would have demolished them. Like That's at the first true. challenge, they had to like call like ambulances for like several people because they were like my back like it was actually very hilarious um so he like couldn't compete with those people because he's He's like still very much in shape and like the rest of them were like it was it was funny because they weren't really in shape anymore and they were like we're back we're back and then they were like wait we're not we shouldn't be back Um, but but i think that what's gonna happen is if they're not doing MTV, the challenge on TV anymore, and it's only going to be Paramount Plus, it's probably CT will probably come over there because mm. Wes was on this last season of All Stars, and Wes was also still like competing with the regular people. Bless so, I don't know. So, so yeah, it's it's I'm I'm a huge challenge fan. Um, I and now I'm watching the challenge CBS. I don't really know too many of the people because I wasn't a huge cbs watcher before but like i did watch the past couple seasons of the amazing race so some of those people are on there Mm. and then i watched this past season of survivor but no one from this past season is Is on the challenge um and yeah big brother what's the other show oh love island i'm not a love island Island. watcher but they have them love island people too on there oh love love island u.s people are on the challenge 
I think only U.S., I okay. think. Yeah. Well, I, I am big on, Max and I have started watching the latest season of Love Island UK. And I'm I hear that that's the better one. Three so. of Love Island Australia. Australia and U- okay. the UK are much better. I just feel like yeah. <laughs> the folks over there have better chat. You know what I'm saying? So that's, I think that's what it, I think for us, we're like, it, it's just more interesting <laughs> to listen to them talking. so much kinder. Like no one's on that yeah. show because they're like, I'm an actor and I'm going to be famous. No, it'd be like, yeah. oh, I'm literally a nanny and I thought this would be yeah. fun and I once right. I leave here I'm probably going to go back to working for my family or I'm yeah. I'm in a you know a EMT or mm-hmm. I'm a yeah. bartender you know like they're I'm in school I'm actually still in yeah. university and so I really uh-huh. like Love Island UK I feel like it's a little more genuine over there the connections that they have Yeah um, and they're also just more fun and interesting. And Max is hilarious watching this show. Like, that's funny. <laughs> he I, forms yeah, I such only... strong bonds with people. And then the moment yeah. they mess up, he's like, "You simp! What are you <laughs> doing? She doesn't even like right. you." And I'm like, Bro. "Right." So that's been <sighs> that. And then Bling Empire have been. Oh, Bling Empire is great. Yeah, I'm, I'm Empire. very invested in, in those. And I think it kind of brings us to why we decided to come back <laughs> in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. need an escape. We do. We really do need an escape. So we kind of, you know, honestly, in that six months, like we barely talked about this podcast. Like it was like not it wasn't what it was, was important very much <laughs> Voldemort just sitting in the corner yeah. of the room. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and we, we obviously are here now. So we recently decided like, okay, if we're going to do this, it's going to have to be fun. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's like the basis of it, which is why we started it in the first place. We started it just because we were like two friends who are black women, who are actors, who were like, listen, we watching this dumb show, so let's just talk about it and see what other people think if other people think the same way as us. Mm-hmm. And that was pretty much our heart in starting it. And um, it, like Maya said earlier, by accident, um, happened to take off in a much larger way that, than we ever anticipated. And so the, the fun aspect of that kind of, as, as our platform grew, the fun kind of, did the opposite yeah and it felt like, more of a responsibility and yes. like another job and we already had eight million jobs mm-hmm. and eight million people asking us for our time and our attention and we're like whoa and then people are in our dms talking about what you gonna say about this did you hear what this person said and well and i'm like i am not a a news correspondent <laughs> abc I am, is not writing us checks no absolutely not like i can't be your source for all of the things so i think that that's kind of why we were like let's take a little step we were back. burning ourselves out and on top of burning ourselves out there were so many expectations i think impressed upon us as we were entering into this sphere um in this this very specifically established 
franchise fandom yeah. that can be very unhealthy and toxic. And I don't think we liked yeah. what it was doing to us as individuals. I don't yeah. think we liked what it was doing to us as friends. And we also, yeah. like, I, I, I don't know if it ended up ever happening to you, but, like, I still get death threats. <laughs> yeah um and that's not fun to deal with either so it's like what are we doing here um if there's no joy in this and also the franchise just kind of got a little wonky and weird and yeah as if it wasn't already wonky weird and a mess and it was just like if if there's no joy here let's step away and obviously we've stepped away multiple times before but Mm -hmm. what a what better excuse then like it's not it's not doing for us what we intended it for it to right. do you know what i mean like yeah it, it took on a whole other life for itself and that life we were not about it exactly um but we've decided that yeah if we come back first and foremost it's going to have to be fun so that can mean several things it can mean like that you can be getting a lot of the same things that you were getting before but it also could mean that you could not be getting a lot of the same things that you were getting before because we really poured our tried to pour our heart and soul into this podcast and into all the resources that we were providing people on instagram and things like that and being as proactive instead of reactive as we could be when um, things happen that affected our communities. Um, And while we still want to uphold that in some area, like we once again are not uh, ABC News. My name is not Lester Holt and I owe no one nor does my my opinion about the terrible things that happen every single day in this country because it's exhausting Mm -hmm. and like we said this is supposed to be fun so like are we going to still have that our that layer catchphrase like you know is this your king kind of situation sure yeah but like yeah we can breathe through it without feeling like every single second of every single day we need to be updating we need to be building a resource we need to be right because it comes out of our mouths regardless you know exactly And there's also like so many other places that we've already hopefully pointed attention to and given space to within this podcast and on our Instagram as well that are doing that very important work. And we still are trying to be involved in those as much as we can, but also like this podcast is going to have to be fun if y'all going to want to keep hearing from us. Otherwise I'm getting real tired. And if y'all want (laughs) to get like deep and woo woo and like, remember I get paid. (laughs) to be a social justice educator and facilitator i will bring that energy to unpaid emotional labor volume three with sophie yeah i'll bring that energy but we wanted to create a space that was kind of just fun for us uh not only because we wanted to figure out like how to bring the black chillerettes back but also because we missed each other and finding ways to hang out with each other which like as homies sure we can hop on facetime but like why not bring Mm -hmm. y'all into it Especially with them deciding to have two bachelorettes as if the entire Bachelor Nation community did not give them that idea two, three seasons ago. Right. Or or also the way that they did it, like it hasn't been done before when it fully has. Mm. (laughs) Like That's what just keeps blowing me. I'm like, do we forget about Caitlyn and Britt or Mm. or what? I think maybe they just don't. I 
I surely didn't. I guess they don't count it because it wasn't the whole season, but I'm like, it was very much, these are your two bachelorettes. Like, yeah. this is who it's going to be. Unprecedented. Um, never seen before. Never right. done before. And you know what? And then Fine. Autumn, we'll play along. <laughs> right. And all them guys were like, we don't want Brit. We want Caitlyn. And that's how we got Caitlyn. And honestly, Bristow. we're so thankful because without Caitlyn Bristow, what, where would we be? Oh. <laughs> Exactly. Where would this podcast exactly. be? Where, Where would this podcast be? This franchise Where would the Bachelor fr- franchise really be? Because she and Tasha did save the franchise. They did, and now they up here with Jesse. Act like I'm very confused. It's no, it's it's, it's no. I I will I, say I also, my hopes aren't like my expectations were low, but like he's not. Mm-hmm. He's not what I thought he was going to be, considering I did not watch last season at all. Yeah, yeah, this is my first season watching with him too, and yeah, he he was okay. I I don't I get don't it. Don't feel <laughs> I don't feel one way. I don't. I'm I not feel attached. the same exact way. I miss that. Tisha I would and feel Caitlin. right. I feel the same exact way that I would feel my first year living in New York, working at Rumble Boxing. When Jesse Palmer would come in every single day and I would say, hey, Wait. you're on bag, blah, blah. Here's your gloves. You know and Jesse Palmer? Yes, I would see that man every day. Friend of the podcast, <laughs> his, Jesse Palmer. Him and his girlfriend. This just in. Now, now I think it's his wife. But yeah, him and his girlfriend used to come in there every day. And y'all know I was hustling and I was at Rumble entirely way too much at 4.30 in the morning. Yes. Working, trying to get my little coins. Yes. And, um, and this was pre, pre before New York raised the minimum wage to fifteen. So wow. I was really schlepping. Did we know for each other points. during this time? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Because yeah. I remember I used to purposely walk past your rumble while I was nannying to see if I could spot you. Yeah, we yeah, because I started there like pretty much right after I moved to New York, right. and we met like shortly after I moved. So, I'm listening, but I'm also gonna blow my nose. But blow I don't know your I nose, this. good luck. Uh, yeah, good luck. I don't know. Um, I don't know. <laughs> oh, well, sorry. <laughs> oh, it's actually quite quiet. I don't know how it sounds on your end, but. <laughs> oh, just get off. I think that was okay. Okay. Um, yeah, so, so Jesse Palmer, friend of the pod. Um, but yeah, so we. I guess I guess now we can just jump into jump it. Jump right into we it. We spent a good little time with our little intros. Um, We've got so much fun stuff in this. Yeah, so we are we are back with this season. We and that's I think I think this kind of feels like a fresh. I mean, it is a fresh start, but also like because we didn't watch what's his name Clayton's season, we don't know. Like we truly didn't his know anything Clayton? about. These. I thought his name was Colton. No, his name is Clayton. You're right. No, My Colton bad. is the other one. Um, but yeah, since we didn't know anything about this season, I'm like coming in fresh, knowing nothing about these girls, Gabby and Rachel. And I'm so glad um, you knowing- said that because the way I've been re- like I've been trying to research these girls, try to like get myself yeah. ready and back into it and stuff. And I'm gonna tell you right now, every time I saw their faces, every time I saw a billboard, every time I saw a commercial, every time I saw those god awful uh-huh. dresses that are covered in roses. I mean, I tried uh-huh. really hard to know these women. The episode started, it went to flash in on their faces, and I still <clears throat> had no idea what their names were. Yeah. That's how yeah. fresh and naked I, we're coming in. Yeah. 
Yeah, I was like, I really don't know anything about them. And honestly, after this, after the episode aired, I was like, mm, I don't really know how I feel about them. But really? when I saw, Interesting. just just because I feel like, I mean, you don't have I, much well, to go on. Things. There's a couple things. I don't have much to go on, but also we're kind of starting with know, them, like, like we started with Matt. True. Even true. though technically, but I will say we have we had spent time with Matt before. Maybe not you, but I know yeah. I had. Yeah, I don't know i don't think so but um but we um what was i about to say oh i watched um they were on like daily pop the day Mm -hmm. after it aired and stuff and on that they were very fun and i was like oh okay Mm. i'm seeing the personality i'm seeing the funness like okay but i i didn't get that when i was watching the episode but also my watching situation was not ideal um, Do you want to talk about your watching situation so before we get I can into talk that? about it. I can talk about it. So <laughs> just so funny. Um, I have been very good friends with one of the contestants since probably the year 2010. I will say, honestly, in 2010, we probably weren't friends. We ended up working at the same church Mm -hmm. like we went to the same church and did the same like work study pre work study college program type thing at the church and um at that time there was a lot of growth that needed to happen in both of us so i think that we were both like very buttheads (laughs) a -hmm. lot of the time um but anyways so mario and i have known each other for over 10 years now um so literally have seen each other kind of grew up into our adulthood we met probably when I was like 17 and he was 18 or something um and he and we both went to the same high school graduated from the same high school currently in this moment live less than you know 10-15 minutes away from each other so I have known this man for a long time and I remember early in the pandemic um us talking about the bachelor bachelorette and I, this was even before we had started our podcast and I was like, I'm gonna apply. Like, I think I'm just going to apply cause I'm bored. And I was like, you should apply too. Cause like you should apply, you should go on it, whatever. Um, and then I was like, okay, I'm just going to submit you, which I didn't. Um, and I also didn't apply myself. So anyways, <laughs> but yeah, um, he ended up, you know, two years later being on this season. So I, he was having a watch party on Monday and I was invited. And so I went to this watch party, um, my first bachelor watch party, honestly. Hmm. And it was quite an experience. Um, so when I say my watching situation wasn't ideal, it's just that I was in a like clubhouse with a lot of people and the TV wasn't as loud it was all the way up but it was just like with the people talking and the echoes and then the captions weren't working i will say that my watch i got maybe a good 75 percent of what was happening (laughs) (laughs) the rest i'm like unsure i don't know of course every time mario was on everybody's yelling like Cameras are being recorded. Oh my recorded god! It's Mario. Yeah. Look, that's you. Yeah. You're sitting so, right there, but you're also right there. But you on the screen. Exactly. Did you know that was gonna happen? Do you remember that? What mm-hmm. happened? Oh my gosh! What happened exactly. next? Exactly. 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 And and like a lot of people watching were his family and friends, and like people who'd never watched the show before. So like, 
they had all them questions and sure. he's like i don't know or like i can't answer that blah, blah, blah. poor so, man he on he on contract <sighs> and he also had never seen the episode before <laughs> right yeah so i was like this is honestly yeah probably the worst way to watch the episode and especially like because he knew like uh, he what what was gonna happen so he knew that he was like gonna be a good part of the episode so mm. he's like stressed like what you know, he know all the things Ooh. um so so yeah so that was my watching situation so I, I i i don't know how much i retained from that but we're gonna we're gonna get into it and see but it's very exciting to know someone like on the show i yeah. feel like you know we've we've we now like have relationships to to some extent with past contestants. Sure. Um, but even when but, we were creating those relationships, like even with the girls from that season, it was uh-huh. as their seasons were already ending. You know what I mean? So right, it's really right. cool to like in real time be watching <laughs> someone's journey begin. Right. Um, exactly. Yeah. I feel like it, it embeds a little more fun in this because we have so many qualms and thoughts and, and conceits yeah. on this franchise, but also mm-hmm. a recognition, I think, at least this is what friend of the pod, Rachel Lindsay, and also just friend, period, because mm-hmm. what a wonderful mm-hmm. human being was saying mm-hmm. is like y- y'all's work, like our work here at the Black Trillerettes has made a significant impact on the, the, the franchise in some way, even if we mm-hmm. can't really see it, like changes are being made. It's cool right. to like have that knowledge and also be able to watch someone be able to experience it in real time. Um, right. And we hope that it's like the best experience for them possible in the midst yeah. of like the changes that need to be made. So I'm very excited yeah. that you get to watch your homie kind of yeah. go through this just and it's in case also just, you end up on the next season. You know what I'm saying? Just in case. I LOL, know. LOL. No, but it's, it's also just so funny because out of our like group of like church friends that we grew up with, um, we're like pretty much the only two black people, um, in like our little group and our little age group, whatever. Sure. And we are also the only two people out of that group who are still single and have no kids. Tea. Um, so that's tea. that is funny. And then also now we have this other connection of both of us being in this world of the bachelor bachelorette. So that's true. That's very, and wise. who knows, maybe just he's not up. going to be single in the next few weeks. Dun, dun, dun. Right. Dun, dun, dun. Oh. Hey, y'all gonna have to wait and find y'all out. Y'all gonna have to wait and find out okay. because we can't spoil it. It's illegal. You know? Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. exactly. Um, yeah. I think that's, that's really, really cool. I'm excited to see how his story unfolds. Because I have questions. Mm-hmm. I have thoughts. Like, yeah. I'm like, mm, yeah. don't set me up. Right. Don't set me I up know. to like Mario. Because, especially because I, I knew about your friend Mario before I even knew he was apply- applying to be on the yeah. Bachelorette. Because I remember mm-hmm. he reached out about the podcast when everything kind of yeah. turned right. up. Right, he did. Um, yeah. So, like, he to did. know about this friend of yours, and then all of a sudden he's mm-hmm. on the next season, it's like, this is chaos. It's all connected. Yeah. Shout out Game yeah. of Roses. Yeah. Right. Whew. Shout out Game of Roses. So yeah. let's get into it, I guess. Let's get into it. I was um, kind of shocked how um, 
I guess I'm skipping right ahead to limo entrances, which we can go back. But I was kind of shocked that they didn't do, and I guess maybe just because of the two bachelorettes or what, that they didn't do people's like at home videos. They didn't show us any of that this well, season. I actually had questions about that because that beginning kind of situation, like they did at home videos. I don't know if you saw the the cut to beginning, but they do that like smash cut mm. in on. Both the girls' faces. I'm already stressed out immediately. Mm. I don't know what the fuck is going on. Yeah. It says The Bachelorette, but I'm looking at two people, and I'm like, where the S? The the S is on who, but the S is not on the screen. Can y'all clarify what's happening? There's no no. S. There ain't no plural. There ain't no parentheses. Like, help me. Yeah. Um, And immediately it already feels like they're creating this fodder for, like, stirring the pot that is that reductive we don't have to be identified as two singular human beings. We can just be um, like shown um, as these two people who are about to be forced to compete over men and probably be pitted Mm -hmm. against each other. And then they Mm -hmm. cut to, and still I'm, I'm super excited because like it's pointless. Mm -hmm. It's white mess. And I love white mess. (laughs) Yeah. We love white mess. Mm -hmm. Um, but they start like doing that season preview. Somebody's grandpa. I don't. I think I. I probably took notes on his name. Somebody's grandpa oh. is like. I think he's a piece of shit, and he's clearly joking. Oh. But I'm excited. Yeah. <laughs> about who right. he's talking about. Mm-hmm. Um. Somebody's penis is shown with a little black box. You didn't see any of this. A penis. Actually, you know what? Now that you're talking about it, I'm like, oh, you know what? I was late. Ooh. I was late. I got to um. Mario's watch party late because I just am perpetually late and I think I was sitting here talking to my mom and I was like oh wait let me go get in a shower because the show starts at 7 so I should probably be there before 7 mm-hmm. and it was like 6.15 nah, that's so I I did miss probably the first like okay 10 minutes so then they do all like breeze through it but they do do like a little they do a season preview someone's mm-hmm. grandpa is there he seems like the realest of them all somebody without mm-hmm. cont- consent of course as usual because for some reason we're still doing this is naked yeah. and showing a little more than something to both of these women um mm. and honestly as usual we still have to have a conversation about the short-circuiting brain that lives in abc when it comes to this television show because why are we still yeah. doing this how is this still a thing Mm-mm. then Mm-mm. I saw the black boy with locks and I was like, wait, is, is this oh. our first contestant with locks? Is this? It might be. He's a Chicago, excuse me. He's a Chicago guy too. Yes. He's also um, from Chicago. His name is Nate and I'm kind of in love with Nate. him. Yeah. I want him to be my best yeah. friend. I know, but that's how he felt about Michelle's mate and look what happened. Yes. Yeah, I um, know nothing about that, but yes. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I don't really either. Other than the fact that they broke up. I say, look what happened. Like, I really know. But, like, I've been so far removed. Um, but, but yeah, I think he, he might be our first contestant with locks. He might be. And if, like, hopefully he is. If we're wrong, please let us know, y'all. Um, yeah. But I think that, like, seeing him, seeing that representation, and I think he was kissing Gabby, um, like, mm-hmm. somewhere on a street somewhere was really mm-hmm. cool to see locks reflected in that space and yeah. also to see, see here um a young black male identifying body who's like i don't know he came off to me as like 
quirky and kind of fun and sweet. And he reminded me of all of my homies in Richmond. Um, And it just, it was a really cool moment, I thought, of representation, even though it happened in a spurt and we barely get to see Nate for the rest of the episode. his name? Has he got a... Uh, I think it's N-A-T-E, I believe. Let me go to our... Okay, sorry, continue. No, you're fine. But he, yeah, so we get this, like, season preview, and those were some of the standout moments to me, especially to see somebody with a different hair texture, different hair type. I remember, you know, a huge deal was made, and, you know, understandably so, when Becca came on, Becca Martinez came on, Ari season with short hair because they had never had that reflected. It was a big mm-hmm. deal for Chelsea to have a shaved head, Um, As a black femme identifying person, it was an incredibly big deal to have the representation of so many different natural hair textures. Huge deal seeing Deandra in braids, you know what I mean? Um, Right. And so I really appreciate, even though there's like so much more work that needs to be done when it comes to representation, getting to see Nate be featured so prominently in that season preview. uh, Okay. Because the conversation with Locks is a pertinent one in my life right so or i guess in our lives because we are yeah black people who live in a country where the crown act doesn't really mean shit it's just kind of right uh shallow face value kind of support important shallow face value support but (laughs) yeah still hasn't done much to change racist policies when it comes to hair discrimination um right in the spaces that we enter particularly in media Mm, so mm -hmm. yeah um then we get into our knockoff love island music jesse palmer's there oh it's like Mm -hmm. really upbeat music but it's that generic like speech that chris harrison used to give about like this will be the craziest season yet yeah Um, Uh uh-huh and i'm just like i don't i don't know what's going on he's like Two women will be playing for one group of men. How will it work? I don't know. It's up to them. And I'm like, hold on. Wait a minute. What do you what? mean? You don't know. Y'all are in right. charge. You're supposed to know. <laughs> He's over there. He, I, And I quote said, but they should come in with a plan of their own and support each other on this journey. Hmm. And I'm like, oh, is hmm. this y'all trying to skirt accountability or culpability for anything that goes wrong in this episode? Right. And are you, or this season, and are you guys going to try and skirt that accountability on Rachel and Gabby? Right. They, yeah, they definitely, that's definitely what it sounds like. Hmm. They give us hmm. that fun little, um, <laughs> it was so weird because I didn't, we didn't watch last season. So it's not like we saw yeah. them be announced. Like we heard about it, of course. Yeah. No. Uh-huh. But they did this very fake reaction, kind of like, your next bachelorette will be Gabby and Rachel. And they're sitting next to each other and they're both like screaming, like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. And maybe they uh-huh. didn't know for sure. I'll give them yeah. this. Maybe they didn't know I for did, sure that it I would did be hear the them say, them. I did hear them say today when I was watching Daily Pop while I was working um, that, granted, they said it. Is it true? I don't know. But they yeah, did say, say they were they like, no, that was our, they were like, that was our genuine reaction. They didn't know that it was going to be 
I think that they did think it was going to be one or the other. Like they knew that they were going there to find out that they were, that they could be the bachelorette or that they couldn't be. Um, but from what they said, they didn't know it was going to be both of them. Which until is that interesting, moment. though, because then they cut to, you know, them in the back having their individual, like, to cameras. Like, oh, my God, we're going to be the bachelorettes. Like, this is crazy. Uh-huh. Like, can't believe it. They've got the weird stage door thing. I was like, is this a nod to Broadway? Why are there so what? many people standing outside the stage door for them to walk through? Like, hello? Yeah. Y'all just ask these weird. people to stay late after the after the show wrapped so that they could be late on the lot. Like what's what I had questions, but both of their families were there that night. Why, why would you have my mama and daddy and my granddaddy and my auntie and my uncles and my cousins and them fly in if I'm not getting chosen? Were they hiding the families from one another? Were the girls not allowed to talk to one? Like, yeah. Could they could have been? I don't know. They definitely could have been. So, I guess we're gonna have to wait and find out. I guess, I mean, um, we probably till, will never find out. I'm sure they're not. Even never, if they did but. both know beforehand and they had to give fake reactions, like they're not going to tell us. I get it. No, that's the contract. That's the game. Maybe we'll find out in ten years when they decide to release a book. <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, but I didn't know that Clayton broke up with them together at the same. Yeah, I I was I still don't know what happened with that season. I think because didn't he not end up with Susie until the reunion or something or after the final rose? I don't know who something? Susie is, but okay, yeah, I don't know. Sure. But I think I think that's the girl that he's with. I think her name is Susie, and I don't know. I I truly have no idea what happened that season. I know that like all I know is that he told them that he was both in love with them, in love with all of them, or something, and that he slept with all of them. But then, then he broke up with Gabby and Rachel at the same time, like on a, mm. on, I don't know. I don't know if it was on a date or what, but they, he broke up with them together. Interesting. Which I was like, Ooh, okay. Um, yeah. Weird. Strong choice. Yeah. Um, and then that cuts to our home edits where we start meeting our bachelorette so we've got rachel who is a flight instructor and gabby who is an icu nurse shout out our icu nurses thank you for the work that you are doing still to Mm -hmm. this day as this pandemic continues to rage on i don't think that there's enough being said about the incredibly exhausting painful traumatizing work that's being done in the healthcare space right now particularly built on a system that does not take care of its people both those who are employed and have to be subjected to being cared for by the healthcare system um Uh so shout out to gabby for being icu nurse former healthcare worker here really really respect that work um Mm -hmm. yeah and so you know gabby i think gabby is packing in an away suitcase and i was like okay shout out away suitcase you better get you a partnership (laughs) with away suitcases right you know she does even though rachel is a flight instructor so that one would make more sense but maybe they can both catch a deal (laughs) i don't know um and they show us them like catching up uh i think they have rachel fly in or pretend to fly i did in i think that's where I, yeah i think that's where i came in where she okay. was like is that her and she was flying it's in like, sure she is that's right that's not her but they're you like somebody and up maybe, in that plane and maybe it is because she literally is a maybe. flight instructor <laughs> yeah i thought she was a pilot i thought she was a flight instructor but i know I think- her instagram name is pilot rachel 
I think she's a pilot. I mean, I think that's what Mar- that's what Mario said. I was like, is she a flight attendant? He was like, she's a pilot. Uh, all I, I like, know oh. is she flies the plane. She ain't an attendant. She flies the plane. So I yeah, assume she'd be flying the plane. She was a pilot that taught people how to fly. Um, oh, maybe true. Yeah. Maybe she can be all of those things. Women can't be right. limited to just one thing exactly. these days. We are all multi hyphenates. Right. Um, but they got these, I don't know, is this where they were last year? Because they got these niggas in the mountains. And I'm like, wait, there's no, yeah, no escape. Okay. I'm nervous. Yeah, no, apparently that's what, I think that they are, I think it's just the same Bachelor Mansion. I think it's the one that they're always at because, because. No, that's not um, the one that they, oh, they were at. That's, it's, it's, I think that's, that's a new one. Oh, well, it's definitely the one that they were at for, for last season. Gotcha. Because she was talking about the stairs. And yes. she was like, I'm having a better experience now with these stairs. Right than i was before i'm just thinking so. about like you know what it's like in california that the sun go away it gets cold like the mountain mornings the mountain nights it'd yeah. be like freezing right and you see it later when the guys are like standing outside and there's like you could see their breath i'm like yeah do they got warming jackets please and tell me that they're right. good they ones. better have right they better have them heaters out there my all the things. lord um, but yeah, but then they had this thing that we haven't had before. I don't think unless they had it last season where hmm. they have the guys filming themselves at home reacting to the announcement of the bachelorettes. Oh, yeah, I don't think I caught that. Yes. No, people were probably talking too much. It was very strange. I'm telling you, like, I'm like folks got ring lights and their phones are clearly because you know we recognize the setup you know we know right. it yeah, because yeah, yeah. we'd be exactly. self-taping our little booties off but they yeah. got their phones like propped up or um they're like holding their phones and then they're watching the announcement of the bachelorettes at the tell-all and they're reacting with like their friends and family their families or themselves yes that is so goofy because i know for a fact that mario's one know. of the first ones that films right. that sh- is shown. And I'm like, and it's so silly because that the tell all happened before. Yeah. The tell they all knew they were going the tell before all. they knew that they were going on this show. Precisely. Precisely. <laughs> so already so. they're lying to us. They already be lying. To us. Okay. They got these dudes filming this. What? Two, three days before they like fly out to, and you could tell right. that the reactions that the guys had were fake because shout out Michael from pharmaceutical sales, dude. He's from Long Beach. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, maybe we'll cross paths. <laughs> um, yeah. Because that's where I live. He's 32. And he seems like a really dope dude. Um, <laughs> he's sitting on his couch by himself. You see his like uh-huh. all of the curtains in his apartment or his house is, are drawn. So I'm like, is it late at night? Okay. Is it first thing in the morning? Like, what's up? Why right. is this setup so yeah. specific? Um, he's got the remote in his hand. So I'm like, oh, so you've T-voted this. You've got it queued up on right. the TV. Yeah. And he's like, wait, there's two bachelorettes? <laughs> and then he like chuckles right. and he's like, oh. And puts his hand on his hip like somebody's uncle with the remote in his hand. Uh-uh. And I was like, I know y'all don't think I'm this gullible. No. And you right. can't possibly no, no, think no. that the homies that listen to the Black Chillerettes are this gullible either. Right. Yeah. No, absolutely not. Because we have, hopefully, we have educated y'all enough 
on the fact that this is a TV show. Stay vigilant, y'all. Nothing, okay. Ain't nothing real. All right. Don't eat the food. The Emmys could say it's an unstructured reality TV program all they want, but I'm telling you right now, it's structured as heck. Okay. Right. Okay. Exactly. Um. Oh, so that was uh, yeah, fun. I, I, that was a I new thing. <laughs> yeah, and um, I definitely missed that. And then we end up. But they up, normally do. Ha- yeah, they normally, like, before the limos, yeah. they'll normally, you know, like, give us our little. And I miss those. They like, did. seeing their little audition video. But I feel like they, they normally do. They didn't show the like, audition videos. Show a, they showed, like, the guys reacting to the bachelorettes being announced, and then they yeah, did these Yeah, but I don't weird, want those. Like, I want their audition videos. That's I fair. I want to see what y'all did. Like, that's that's what I like when I see, I like, think, what was their audition video, yeah. and, then, and then they, like, come out of the limo after. Like, that's kind of what I like. Sure. And I like that format and i was kind of missing that this season but whatever i, I guess that's... they had so many guys that they were like we can't be doing all that blah, yeah blah, blah, well they did have them film like these little weird pre-show things where it was like i'm getting ready to go you know like oh gosh mm. i can't remember what his name is and maybe i'll end up liking him but i did not like his little video he's like hitting a tennis oh. ball and i'm immediately like you ain't in no king richard your name not serena yeah. or venus who right. you think you is <laughs> exactly it's like and he's in his tennis whites and i'm like whatever mr country club right okay i'm ready for my match made in heaven and i'm like and i would like to choke now yeah yeah that that's the one thing like with these i get i okay this is this is what like frustrates me if i ever if if i were the bachelorette or one of them i feel like me pers okay me personally, as a viewer, I'm much more interested in genuine reactions sure. than I am. Like, and maybe that's because I am an actor and I'm like, everything's scripted, everything's whatever. But I'm like, if somebody going to come up to me out that limo with something corny, I'm going to look at them like, that's corny. that wasn't it for me. <laughs> like, yeah. try again. Next. Next. Go, back um, the, go back in the limo right. and then hit me with your best, like, improv. Like, that, and I exactly. feel like that's, like that's Right. That's what I think is more interesting than them having to act Because whoever like they can play along with that. Right. Because, like, it's like you're not going to love everyone's intro. And the fact that they have to be acting like, oh, so sweet. Oh, my gosh. So cute. They have to, like, literally, tr- if you didn't notice, Rachel literally moving her body to f- watch all of them go into the the mansion after they walked away like they're like as soon as the guys leave make sure you turn around and watch them girl next i ain't worried about him bring on the next i'm about to turn around my feet already hurt y'all got me taking all these extra one step back one step forward right like i'm much more interested in the the genuine raw reactions yes of course yes which and it makes sense and i feel like some people which is probably a testament as to why they've been cast are a little better at it than others. Right. Like I think Mario actually was kind of a standout for coming off very authentic, incredibly genuine. He, I think in his little pre-show video, um, Mm. when he was like, we got two bachelorettes. I don't know how it's work, how it's going to work, but I'm going to be there though. Um, like I mm-hmm. love that he's sitting in the chair at the barber shop getting his hair lined up or whatever, and it's yeah. like I yeah. enjoy that kind of genuine interaction that you have, even if yeah. it's a to camera moment, even if it's in some way, shape or form contrived. <laughs> um, sure. But then once yeah. you're actually with the folks, 
I'd like that kind of just natural interaction. It's like, bro, too. I know you didn't think that was funny. Who told you to say this? Right. Hmm. Right. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's like the things that clearly are not funny or the things that are clearly cringe. Like, I want to see their faces be like, what? Yes. Like, I would rather see that than them be like, oh, thank you. So, so, so can't wait to chat inside. I'd be like, that was weird. <laughs> like he was kind of weird, but I maybe he's not. Like this we'll is see. Victoria's but that was weird. current audition for The Bachelorette. Like this is just skip yeah. her having to be a contestant on The Bachelor. Like just make her your right. next Bachelor. Give me a Matt James moment, and <laughs> I'll be there. Because um, um, that seems like it's the only way Negroes can find their way into this space. Exactly. But exactly. I will say, like, you can kind of see kind of spurts of those genuine interactions. Yeah. I honestly would say a little more so from Gabby because I think she compensates with humor a lot. <laughs> yeah. um, like the both of us do, which is nice because you yeah. can kind of recognize it. And Rachel does it too. I think they're both genuinely funny humans. But you can see it. I think I saw it pretty poignantly and they're like first of very many forced duo conversations where they have to sit down with each other and be like so how like what's going on and I really wish these could be moments and opportunities for I I guess um maybe even a highlight of female friendship uh or those who identify in femme presenting bodies um yeah as like friendship and not really like um, or even like these strategy plans you you know how you sit down with your homie and you're like okay so like this yeah. is who I'm feeling like it felt very right. contrived watching them but I could see parts of their personalities kind of sneaking in where yeah. Gabby was like mm-hmm. I don't know I've dated short kings tall kings long kings yeah. bald queens you know I love right. yeah. that or the I love options kind of thing or even mm. her saying I'm sure someone's gonna try and play our ass I don't trust men like that's right. that's real yeah. shit you know yeah yeah i did see that that one meme or tweet or something that was going around that was like it's funny how you can see women's personalities when they're talking to another woman their age and not a like 60 year old white man it's (laughs) right it's just like before they're like oh yeah i would love to talk about all my feelings to chris harrison what dad that's not my best that's not my (laughs) best friend which is why no absolutely not i think it was so interesting tasha and and caitlin being in that position to be host and i really hope we get to see it kind of blossom for rachel and gabby going through this journey together yeah um but there were moments where i was like it like not only does it feel contrived it feels like it's being controlled by an exterior force that we cannot see and it's being made to seem like they're the ones that are like making all the rules and this is and it's not and it it can like it reads it reads in their body language it reads when you can tell they're more relaxed um yeah and so once the guys yeah once the guys start coming out and jesse's like oh how is this going to work it's like this actually feels like it could be dangerous because we could be walking ourselves into this space where we start playing with all of these tropes, like direct comparison tropes and jealousy and uh-huh. selfish and how women are unthinking when they're trying to compete over a man together and this notion of it being a competition when it really is an opportunity for them to be in community together, figuring out how they're going yeah. to do this alongside right. Jesse, who is the host of the freaking show. Right. 
I'm I am very excited to see how that plays out of like when they do have to make the decision of like who are you gonna be? You know, we already saw a bunch of people turning down Rachel's Rose in the in the previews and stuff. So like I am very interested to see how that happens when it does. I feel like that's probably like an episode three sure. moment. Yeah. Um because yeah, like I'm interested to see how they handle that because it Me too. could definitely be it's very dangerous and be. messy, like you said. And they keep running around saying, so. like, we're not doing that this season. We promise. Like, so much. Yeah. And I saw even in, can't remember my homie's name, but I love him on Good Morning America, this black man who's interviewing them about, and he brings it up. He's like, there's this culture mm-hmm. of, like, women being pit against each other. And he's asking, like, mm-hmm. do you guys feel like that? happens and they're like laughing mm-hmm. uncomfortable and they're like <laughs> no like uh, oh. you know. <laughs> lol, lol. and so that's yeah. why i'm just a little wary i i know it's going sure. to come up but i do feel like it's important to keep in mind and i'm sure i'll talk about it later um about the culture wars that people put femme presenting and femme identifying bodies in uh when yeah. they bring when when <laughs> they're forced to engage in a system that's ruled by the patriarchy, which is still this Bachelor and Bachelorette franchise. Yeah. But then the guys come in. Yeah, the guys come in. And, I mean, I feel like I wasn't blown away by too many intros. I was like, they were so boring. Like, I was like, are we tired? (laughs) Is it okay? Yeah. And there were so many. There were so many of them. They were boring. And... I'm like, is there anyone that like really stuck out? Cause I'm like, I literally can't think of, I mean, we had like the shortlist guy on, on the horse. Oh, Fabio. We had the twins. We had Fabio, the tw- we had the, the twins. The twins looked under age. I the was twins like, looked like babies. I was the like, did I look that young when I, do I still look, I guess technically I did play a 14 year old, but <laughs> yeah, I was like, we yo, give, we- they look like, not even like black don't crack. They look like they are supposed to be carted everywhere they go. Yeah, yeah, they were, they were, they were. Bless their souls. Like, could have, could yeah. Unfortunately, could have done without the twins. Yeah, really cool clearly, idea clearly, in theory, but yeah, no. clearly Gabby and Rachel felt the same. But, there was um, a there was a plot line that they really wanted to suss out there. Yeah, having and, the twins and, really, and the two girls, and it didn't happen. Yeah, it's a, it really it really didn't happen in like the the way that in the biggest way like they were like go home, um, yeah. but yeah, I'm like who I think there was someone had a a guy had some, like a pillow. Oh, I did like the one with the headphones. I will say I don't know who that guy was. I was interested, but I did in like that. that one where he's like basically. I don't know, like the idea of like, I'm only going to say this to you, but like clearly he's saying it to both of them. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> like I that see is you kind of funny. as the individual human that you are. And like, yes, Rachel yeah. and Gabby both definitely heard what he said, which was hilarious. Yeah. And I thought yeah. it was a pretty strong choice because immediately mm-hmm. he's talking about how he's going to end up with Rachel. Um, mm. And... You know, he gave Gabby some, like, fun stuff. And I'm like, oh, this is going to start a conversation about what it looks like to play both sides. And is that going to put him, I think in the season preview, it looks like it's going to put him in a very precarious situation, I think. Hmm. Unless I am remembering the wrong white person. (laughs) Also very possible. That, I think that's, like, the thing with these, when they do the, 
the two bachelorettes, it's like as much as they're getting to know them, so are these guys. Like, I, I don't think that I can necessarily fault any of the guys for coming in and being like, I don't know. Like, I don't know who I'm sure. going to vibe with more. Like, if you came in, you're like, Team Rachel, great. If you came in, you're Team Gabby, great. But also, like, I'm like, these these men are just getting to know y'all too. So like Mm -hmm. give them a minute to decide who they like. Exactly. You know? Um, And I think that opens us up into that conversation of that. The idea of the bachelor and the bachelorette opens up this conversation of what it's like to date multiple people, what it's like mm -hmm. to have to exist in an open relationship in a particularly monogamous culture. Um, Yeah. Like what is polyamory, but we live in a very monogamous individual centric society um and it's not communal in any way shape or form so everything always looks um like it's in violation of somebody right and i Mm -hmm. don't think the show has the capacity to open up that conversation about that nuance (laughs) yeah yeah because it's like very much like why can't we go to the end with like a couple of the guys being like with both of you you know because like, sure. we know that at some point they're going to like be like, these are Gabby's guys, these are Rachel's guys, whatever. Or but these like, are Gabby's guys who are actually secretly interested in Rachel and act and right. What kind of emotional damage is that going to cause yeah. them? And it's like, right. Ah, ah. Ugh. And I'm wondering, yeah, like why couldn't we have like it literally be a free for all? <laughs> like and be like you know what? It's this week you're going on a date with why Gabby. This week can't you're going on a date with Rachel. Like, why can't it just be Love Island? Why it can't be Love exactly. Island? Cause they exactly. Because they'd be why? all right. They'd be like, you know what? You're right. I'm not meant to be with you. I actually like this person more. And yeah. that's okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's what I need. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm definitely, I was intrigued by that because it made me uncomfortable. And I was unpacking my own bias in that space mm-hmm. while also yeah. acknowledging that they're kind of operating in a system that's not going to make room for that um, to be explored for real without it being like being ter- turned into somebody's villain story and also yeah. causing pain, emotional trauma mentally and, and spiritually and probably physically to Gabrielle and Rachel. Yeah. So um, yeah. shout out to, that was Jordan H. He's 35 and I think he's from Tampa, which like, Savvy, if you're listening to this, you got to find him. <laughs> you have to <laughs> find, find him. They'll find him. I will say um, Jason, who is from Santa Monica, who uh-huh. may or may not be the neighbor of a good friend of mine, where uh-huh. I may or may not have been um, temporary, temporarily couch surfing with. Yeah. And is like, I, I want to give this person a shout out, but also I want to protect their privacy and they're an actual homie right. of mine now. Uh, but we met because yeah. they truly listened to the podcast and then they saw I was homeless uh-huh. on Instagram and they were like, do you want to come stay with me? <laughs> yeah. But Jason, wow. I found out while she was on a work trip, I'm listening. I'm not trying to eavesdrop on his neighbors, but my door is open. Her, yeah. her door is open. I'm working on the couch. Uh-huh. And I hear these guys talking about how they water in some man's plants. And they're like, he's been gone since March. And I'm like, March? Dang. It's it's like almost June. Why is he still gone? Is he okay? Yeah. He's like, yeah, do you know why he left? And they like got silent for a second. And so I'm over here like, why he leave? Like, I hope nobody <laughs> died. Somebody got hit. Like somebody yeah. got COVID or something. And he's like, yeah. oh, yeah, he's on The Bachelorette. And I was like, 
<laughs> How is this show? And this is also during the time period where we really had no idea what we wanted to do the, with the podcast. So I was like, why <clears throat> yeah. is this show following me? Right. Every exactly. where I go. What do you mean? Exactly. I am currently living right. literally on top of a bachelor contest or bachelorette contestant. How? Right. Um, yeah. And I think Max ended up running into him. I think I saw him from afar, but he's apparently very sweet. Yeah. My friend, he helped my friend move into Aww. her apartment. He's super kind. Yeah. But he was the first person to make a Clayton joke. Oh. He was like, yeah. I have something in common with Clayton, and it's that I'm in love with three women. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, oh, wait, that was, he was that one? No. I didn't like, I didn't like that. Don't worry, like, just give him a chance, because apparently he is I will so give him a chance, kind. but I will give him a chance, but he, I was like, There's no was... way he came up with that. There's no way. I was like, that needed to be workshopped a good another I several think couple that was a producer before. i think a producer gave that to him and that's my story and i'm sticking to it <laughs> yeah because that was just so weird i was like wait a minute wait a minute and then I of course he was like it's my that's... mom my sister and my dog kira who i cannot wait to meet the next time i go to my friend's house because i will <laughs> yes but it, yeah it was it was a little bit it was like not you're in love with your sister that's giving a little bit <laughs> like we just you're not supposed to be we in just love with your to mama either it. it's okay like you're i not, said it wasn't not, his, he like, didn't come up with that there's no way yeah that i'm assuming was he was he's just like really easygoing and they were like oh this is what you could say for your entrance and he's like oh okay that's cool <laughs> what do you think of mario's entrance they didn't show it he just did a little dance that wasn't all of it that wasn't they he came out and did his little dance and sang their their names that wasn't his whole entrance oh i couldn't really hear like once again as soon as mario came up on the screen the entire room went ah, ah. so i couldn't really hear what was happening um but i just saw the dance and i have seen that dance so many times and like once again oh because is that his thing group youth leaders like very much like get the kids to dance but don't make it too sexual because we're youth leaders you know like all that like i've seen that dance several times being his youth group jig (laughs) yeah um so oh boy (laughs) And so, yeah, I so, feel but no, I so bad hear. now I, because I was like, ew, that's it. And not even like, ew, that's it. I was just like, this is the dance you do. Okay. <laughs> but now I feel bad because that means he's he been working on this dance for years. This is his Carlton. <laughs> it's yeah. It's his goofy, like what it's his just goofy, dumb dance which i kind of like, i don't think he thought that was gonna be like ooh, that's so sexy that's like I, he, sure. he's he's the guy who leads with like i'm funny which more than i'm sexy and that <laughs> is totally fine with me so, i think in the context yeah. that they showed it with our understanding of how the show operates mm-hmm. it initially came off as like he had nothing planned <laughs> 
Also could be true. Also could be true. And I was like, a producer didn't want to help him out. Like he ain't have no right. ideas that he came up with. I know he know yeah. about the show because he doesn't. He know about our pot. Like hello. He yeah. No studying nothing, which actually could be a good thing because he's going in there with vibes. Okay, pure mood. Yeah vibes just blind sure. experience which is kind of i yeah. think the hope of the game i know people want people to play it um i know yeah. folks want to go in there with the vision for winning but i like that now i'm finding out like that's that may or may not have been anything at all that's it could it, it i could i could definitely see him going back and forth on a billion ideas and then being like, I'm just going to see what happens when I get out the limo. And he got out the limo and was probably like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's like probably what funny. I imagine happened. And I love that um, for him. Um, yeah. And so after we beat, like, the first group <clears throat> of guys, they kind of cut mm-hmm. to some of the guys chatting. And there's someone in yeah. the background. And we've talked about this on the podcast before. But it grates uh-huh. my goddaggone nerves when folks refer to people in femme-identifying bodies. Mm-hmm. as females oh i i did i like didn't hear that once again because i couldn't hear anything but i like saw on the internet that somebody said that i was like yeah. and they didn't show their face which pissed yeah. me off because i need to know who yeah. you are where yeah. have you been i know like yeah. if you are a person of color you should know better we didn't have this con yeah. the shade room has had this goddamn conversation right what are we doing why do we keep reducing folks to what they mm-hmm. assume is between their legs it's not cute yeah um i didn't enjoy that and i feel like it really overshadowed my moment with Ethan, who is our AAPI oh, yeah. representation, our Ethan homie from precious, yes. New York. He seems like he's super sweet, and I really hope mm-hmm. that they don't breeze pre- past his presence yeah. um, on this season because he actually seems like a very interesting human. He does seem very. He does seem very sweet. Is he a Chicago guy too? No, I don't think um, so. I think he lives in New York City, and he's oh, okay. twenty-seven. So I hope to get to know okay. him more. Um, it's kind of. It's interesting to see what diversity looks like. And I say diversity and not representation, but what diversity looks like at face value on these shows because it still seems Mm -hmm. like they're just here for show. Yeah. But I do think it's too soon to tell whether or not they're going to prove us wrong. Yeah. Um, We got, um, who is it? The dude that comes out with the chickens. Oh, that's Logan. I do know him. Logan. You know yeah. Logan? I mean, like, I don't know him, but, like, I just, like, know who he is. Oh, okay. I was about to say. He was, and, like, I, no. there's potential for me to like him, but I was like, did nobody think of the chickens? Nobody thought of the chickens. How long has he been like, holding those chickens? How long is he going to hold those chickens throughout the night? And I'm not you know, saying you know that, that they, you know that they had them chicken, them little chicks in a cage. They were like, did they have I, an I, animal I, handler on set? I hope, I hope that they had somebody on set for them. I think that they did. Cause like they didn't, he didn't hold. I know, the way I he do was know for a fact that chickens. he didn't. I know, but I do know for a fact that he did not have them chickens all night. Like uh, I do know that. Okay. Well, so. I didn't like it. <laughs> I think yeah. I might like Logan. I'm not sure yet, but I did not like the chickens. We had Quincy, yeah. homie who led with his celibacy. 
That was also weird. Like, and it was also like, for me, I was like, not a year. Like, you could like a year and a half. That's kind of like. Yeah, I was like a year. Like, you could have said like two, three. Like, you know, it was just like the year for me wasn't impressive. I was like, sure. Mm. And I will say, I was like, my thing was, <laughs> I feel like the show also with their sound effects, I know you couldn't hear it, mm-hmm. but I feel like they tried to make it weirder than what it was. Do I think it was a strong choice to lead with your celibacy um, or the merits of being celibate when you're first meeting some folks? Sure. Yeah. Um, but they yeah. made it seem like it was the most uncouth thing in the world to say when he's just saying mm. he's been trying to be intentional about who he shares that part of his yeah body with i was like that's actually okay not necessarily my cup of tea (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, yeah i i might have been used like i used to be for the streets and that was okay with me all right nothing wrong yeah with that but i didn't understand how they they tried to make it a joke and i was like i don't think it's a joke i think it just wasn't a strong introduction yeah it just it just didn't read the way that i think that he wanted it to and that could be editing for sure um, um johnny the drag racer who came out with wait was it johnny no maybe it wasn't who somebody there was a white man who decided to jack harlow oh i missed that there was a oh i d- i do remember i do remember i think that i was like oh that wasn't it for me who told um, him that was is it yeah maybe he's literally a fan of jack harlow because that was exactly what it was and jack harlow i think is a talented rapper but yeah that felt like great value walmart brand jack harlow yeah no i did that wasn't good that really wasn't good i did that's what i'm saying like the intros just were not really it for me like i'm like they were even clayton the musical was bad right yeah, Clayton the Musical was bad. They were all, like, very white bread and butter. No, actually not even any butter. Just plain white bread. Um, and and I was like, can we just move on? So should we just move on? Yeah. I was like. Past the intros. Because, honestly, the intros were giving exactly what Mario said in his first to, to camera where he was like, I feel like these dudes are trying hard to have a clever first impression. Uh, first impression. I don't know why I said impression. Mm-hmm. And I was like, actually, yeah. one, I feel like there was more context to what he was saying because they kind of, I sure. felt like they were trying yeah. to make him seem like he was being a douche or he was being jealous of yeah. the other guy's entrances, which I don't think yeah. that's what that was at all. But mm-hmm. even if folks were trying to have clever first entrances, this show has been so creative in the past that I was like, it's like y'all gave up. Yeah. Even with the writing of the Clayton the Musical yeah so i am so happy to move right along although let's move on um i do want to give an honorable mention to the guy i think it was tremaine who came no but that's the thing it's not tremaine it's termaine oh it's t-e-r i'm sorry that's my fault uh apologies to you i don't know i mean he's he also went to my high school Oh. Um, I don't know him. He, Mario graduated really a there, year huh? before me. I'm in there. Mario graduated a year before me, and Termaine graduated a year after me. Oh, okay. Well, Termaine coming up to them, and maybe there was more to his entrance, but he just dropped huh. the mic in their hand and was like, yeah, I right. did that. <laughs> 
wait now i do now i do remember being like wait what I just like, wanted to give happened? that an honorable mention. I don't know if we have anything to say about it. It just was. I have nothing. I That was my reaction. I said, what? Huh? Yes. That Interesting. Was, um, Interesting. Yeah, Termaine is another one that I have a strange connection with. Actually, that came up in one of, one of my MRI appointments when the nurse was asking me if I watched The Bachelor. <laughs> And I said, the show followed actually, you into your breast cancer it appointment? It followed me into my MRI appointments, laying there on the table, titties out. The woman is just <laughs> pressing on my boob because after, I don't know if you've ever had a biopsy, but if you have a breast biopsy, they have to do the biopsy, then they have to apply pressure for 10 minutes. Right. So there's, it's literally me, tits out, and a nurse <laughs> holding pressure on my boob for 10 minutes. Right. And we just small talk. And that was the small talk. She was like, do you watch The Bachelor? And I was like, actually lol um yes and i actually have a friend who's gonna be on it so that's and she was like oh i know him and i was like what and she was like who and i was like well my friend's name is mario and she was like oh well no i don't know him but i know that he's gonna be on it but i know that like her my nurse the nurse's son is termaine's best friend that's and I was like, this is just such a small, it's too small. weird world. It's too small. I she needed was like, to yeah, expand. He was at my house last night before he left. You know, we we're throwing him a little party before he went away. And, blah, blah. and I was like, I need another this, big bang. Okay. <laughs> expand this the universe, is, please. Jesus. Right. I was like, this is so wild. Um, but anyway, so yeah, it's Um, Yeah. Okay. So I guess we get into the house yeah also also there was a lot of there was a lot of talk about i guess how how gabby and rachel were very much like stop bringing up clayton but also in a way it i'm was. like they don't know anybody they don't know anything about you the only all they know is that you dated this have. man yes <laughs> and i feel so, like that is traditional for both seasons i under uh, well for most seasons excuse me yeah but like the yeah. only context most of these people have going in is the person you previously were with and Clayton right. in particular did y'all dirty. So of course he's right. going to come up and he's not coming up necessarily because the guys want to bring him up. He's coming up yeah. because the producers want them to talk about Clayton to see if they right. can get on your nerves. Exactly. That's it. Exactly. And then they're going to ask you That's a baiting it. question and then the audience is going to get upset because they're either on Clayton's side or they're not. And it's going to be weird right. because America does not like women and they don't like women being able to vocalize that they've been wronged by a male presenting person. And that could be a conversation for a different day. But I both understood why Clayton was coming up, how he was being used, <laughs> and how the women were being baited into reacting to him. Right. Um, being constantly mentioned. Because, yes, I'm tired of Clayton's name, too. I still don't understand why he yeah. was The Bachelor. I'm still confused. Right. Exactly, exactly. But he is why you're okay. here. Right. Which that blows. Part. Yeah. But it's how Absolutely. this show likes to operate. Okay, so take us inside while I plug up my computer. Take us Let's go inside the, the house where they've got these men moving around each other like they have cabin fever. It is Lord of the Flies inside this house. The men are like, how many more are there? Why are there so many of you? First of all, Negroes and whites and honorable cult people of color. Why do you think there are so many? There are two girls. You thought it was going to be 16, 18, 20 of y'all? 
Like, 32 made sense to me. It actually did not feel, it didn't feel like a lot. (laughs) I know, yeah. When I was talking to my mom about it, I was like, yeah, there's going to be two bachelors. She was like, so what, are they going to have, like, 50 guys? I was like, girl, no, 50? Uh Uh-uh. I was like, that's too many. 32, and I feel like that's an even enough amount for me to, like, trial and error some guys and then be like, oh, you like him? Go ahead, take him. I want that one anyways. Exactly. 32 felt like it made sense, but... Uh, the guys, like, showing them getting all antsy and stuff, even if they weren't actually getting antsy, was kind of comical to mm-hmm. me. Because I was like, <laughs> one of the dudes was like, it's getting hot in here. And it's like, bro, it's how many degrees outside? What, do they not have AC right. on at all? Like, they just right. got y'all in there cramped and sweating. And maybe they yeah. do, because that would not, <laughs> I would not put it past the producers to have closed right. all the doors and been like, you guys can only be in this room. Right. Um, but we're in the house with all of the dudes and Gabby and Rachel are getting ready to come outside. Jesse once again reiterates, which is why I have a question about the way this is already being presented and edited. Uh, he's saying he doesn't know how this will work. And then he gives them a rundown of how the night is going to go. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> so which is it, sir? Which is it? <laughs> Um, but he was like, both of you guys will get a chance to speak to all of the men. That's a lie. It's always a lie, Mm -hmm. but he's got to say it anyways. And at the end of the night, you each will get a first impression rose. He does not say anything about the rose ceremony, Hmm. which I thought was interesting, but then he sends them off. Mm -hmm. And I don't think we've ever really gotten, I don't even think they gave Matt, uh, at least a vocal out loud and aired rundown of the night and how it would operate. Yeah. Um, and then the girls go in, they give their champagne toast, they give their generic speech, but as a duo, which is fun because we've never done that before, mm-hmm. psych. Yeah. Um, oh, that speech about trust and the sacrifice that it takes to be here, technically true uh-huh. because we are in a pandemic, yeah. and how openness and vulnerability and communication will be the, the groundswells that, you know, make room for them to foster actual genuine connections and how they'll be Mm -hmm. breaking new ground on this journey together. And then Mm -hmm. they do a really awkward cheers. And I think our magician comes through, Roby. He he pulls the girls. Well, I don't know if he pulled the girls first, but he's the first person shown talking. First one that we see. Yeah. 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 His questions I thought actually were really wonderful. They were like, personal they were insightful they didn't Mm. seem practice he seemed genuinely interested in getting to know the both of them yeah but they and he was honest and he was sweet and i thought he was funny but they made it i don't know it felt like it was forced awkward because the girls were like oh but like why are you talking to us together and it's like because you're the boat you're both the bachelorette like nobody knows what they're supposed to be freaking doing yeah we're the producers nobody knows and and yeah i think he he probably didn't get a fair shot. You I don't know, think he, he got a fair shot at he, all. He probably is a normal, cool, quirky guy. And, like, they just, you know, made him. Roby was my type, and... bro. Like, Roby yeah. was my, like, that's who I was going after in college. So. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, exactly. They, I, I feel like, yeah, they did the first couple, like, together. They did Roby together. They they did the twins together, which was... They did the twins together, which was, yeah, we just didn't... Gabby looked like she was about to fall asleep. And I was like, girl, honestly, kind of same. Yeah, because, and, like, I I, I honestly don't really think that this was editing, but, like, what they were saying was, like, 
it wasn't really good. Like they're like, oh yeah, we literally do everything together. We go to school together. Like we can, we have codependency you know. issues together. Yeah, and I was like, mm, I don't think that that's what. Especially because the lead into the conversation was that they were very different from each other and that they were right, individuals. That part. But then it seemed like they were having a conversation about how they're a unit, a unit. Like yeah, <laughs> one song, yeah. one sound. Me, you get yes, yeah. Like you get me, you get the both of us. Yeah, and so um, I don't think they get yeah. you know they didn't bring no razzle. So Gabby and Rachel had no dazzle to give. Exactly. Um, exactly. Falling asleep. Exactly. I, I did like, um, I did like the, the race car driver moment. Oh, oh, so, so they were yes. a lot of, a lot of these, these one-on-one moments meet the guys, um, as the night progresses, Gabby and Rachel are both very much like ready for a kiss. <laughs> They're both very much like, like who okay. is going to kiss me? Yes. Like I am ready. These men's are too And I timid, like the energy. Blah, blah, blah. Like, bring it they on. They were like, Papa. I need somebody to kiss me now. <laughs> and so I thought that was so funny. So there was a couple guys who I feel like they thought were going to kiss them and they didn't. And the one who I remember was the race car guy, I think Jordan. And they did had, he? like, such a cute moment. Jordan didn't um, kiss her. No, he didn't. He didn't. But he was one oh. of the ones where, where, like, it was a perfect Rachel moment. Was like, and she thought that kiss me, bro. Right. And I was like, what is the issue? Like, I also on, was like, damn, kiss her, kiss her bro. Because this is kind of, this is kind of. Right. I'm like, y'all in this, this romantic hot, moment bro. outside <laughs> with this take, car. Take me to oh, the racetrack. Oh, dang. Oh, no, you're still frozen. No. You are frozen, but I can no, hear you. Computer die or something? No. Oh, there you are. Okay, okay. bless the children, because I'm over here like, ooh, take me to the racetrack, baby. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, I missed all that. But yeah, no, they had such a cute moment, and I was like, yeah, this is it. Like they're gonna kiss, and they just didn't. But so yeah, and the there men's, were a couple the men, I don't... moments that night where I was just like, are they being told to like keep their distance? Are they afraid? Like, what's they, the tentative right, nature here? Are they here? afraid? Because even Ryan and Gabby, I felt like, had that energy where he was, you know, telling her how to say hello in Boston. And, like, them kind of, Oh, yeah. Which, that was weird. Because it started off very weird. And we were all, like... Because he he was, like, trying to explain. And then it got a little mansplaining. And then he shushed her. And I was like, wait, hold up. Don't be shushing her. And And then she laughed. And I was like, oh, maybe... But she likes Oh, maybe it's... Yeah, I was like, oh, it's a different vibe. Okay, I was okay. Like, I guess this, she likes it. So this I guess must be her kink. Her. And if she, I was like, I ain't trying to yuck nobody's yeah. yum because if she like it, I love yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, well then, I guess she's into this. Um, but yeah, that that was a funny moment where I was like, wait, I don't like. And he once I realized did... that like she liked it, I was like, oh, okay, well maybe she likes a guy who'll give her a little like you know give her a little shit. And I was like, if that's the case, yeah. this could be hot. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. So they had a lot of those moments of feeling but like, also, I'm ready for it. Ryan it didn't happen. looks like a knockoff Jesse Palmer. Is anyone talking yeah. about it? Yeah, everyone's talking about it. He looks like knockoff Jesse Palmer. I don't even remember their names. But I do remember the like Hayden, who's knockoff grocery store Joe. Oh, um, Hayden, he real country. He the one that's from, from Florida, right? 
Is he country? I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I just know that he looks like grocery store. He's Joe. a leisure executive. Why is that? Just no idea. Is that just the Couldn't new thing? You. Do we just put executive at the end of our job title to make it sound yeah. fancy? Yes. Because what is that? Right. And what does it no pay? Idea. And how do I get involved? Right. And I will. I'm about to put that on my resume. Um, I'm an actor yeah, executive. I don't, Exact, exactly that. A um, podcast yeah, I executive. I don't know if he <laughs> grocery knockoff grocery store Joe, but I think that he had a cute moment with somebody where I yeah. thought they would kiss that they didn't. But there were a couple moments but, where I was like, "Yikes!" But shout out to Tino and Mario for getting in. Tino and Mario got those the first kiss. kisses. Yeah. And, and from what I, once again, I will keep saying that anytime Mario was on the screen, there was just a lot of yelling. I was also doing the yelling, but from what I, from what I've heard from the internets, Mario's kiss was hard to watch um, yes. and awkward. And I can believe that, <laughs> um, and <laughs> why I can believe it. And this is a like insider scoop because the other the other podcast hosts don't know Mario like I do, um, but what I can say is context wise, um, I've mentioned how we like did this whole church thing together. Yes, I know that a, a whole lot of Mario's support system is a lot of church people, a lot of church folks. Oh, he was a lot nervous. of Jesus loving. The, yes, the and evangelical so think, Baptist Methodist joint in yeah. here was just like, I, I really want to kiss you, but it's on camera. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what it was. I think it was a lot of like, do I like? I'm clearly in this moment where like clearly a kiss is the right thing to do, but like I'm on national television. I just met this girl. I don't need all these people at home. My aunties and uncles talking about you over here kissing this girl. You just met her. Blah blah blah. Um, you know how church people can be in, and also this being a black man and the oversexualization of, of black men, especially all in spaces like, with white women. Exactly. Like I was, he's probably like thinking all these things, and he's probably like, "Well, I guess I have to kiss her." And it's what this just, like, poor man is having an existential this. crisis, and you know whose fault it Literally. is? White peoples. Like, exactly. hello, it's Christian nationalism. Exactly. That's who's yes. fault it is. That's who it is to blame. Yes. So I'm like, so I can totally, like, when, when seeing, and once, like I said, I still haven't gone back and, like, rewatched or anything, um, but from, I've been seeing the internet be like, that was so cringe. Um, it wasn't so that it was like, cringe. Oh. It just didn't feel particularly organic. It was one of those moments where it was like, a guy wants yeah. to kiss you, but there's not contact, like, the vibe was right for the kiss, but the context was yeah. wrong. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they, he had yeah. just finished saying something, and then there was, like, yeah. a, a beat that was a little longer than yeah. a beat. He was like, right. I don't, I can't remember if he asked her for permission to kiss her or if yeah. he just kind of, like, leaned in, and it was kind yeah. of in slow motion. It did not feel yeah. organic. I remember writing in my yeah. notes where I was like, you know what? I Actually, I think I literally wrote, I'm not going to yuck nobody's yum. If Gabby likes it, I love it. Because yeah. Yeah. it felt, it did feel a little forced. Because she did seem, she but did she was seem like, it? even though it was, for, yeah, she was in, like, she kept leaning back in. And I was like, oh, okay, she's, she's into it. So mm-hmm. And a couple glasses of champagne is uh, in, I'm oh, into absolutely. anything. You know, consent absolutely. is very vital yeah. and important, but like, right. kiss me, boy. Yeah. And if you're good at it, let's do it again. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, she was, she seemed to be. But very I understand, into it, so. like, I think that context is important, is especially for someone who knows the parameters of existing in this space, it being an mm-hmm. unfamiliar space, understanding how his family could receive him, understanding how his loved ones could receive him, understanding how the church could receive him, understanding how mm-hmm. the world and national television could can receive him, and also not yeah. having experiences in something like this before, I would be uncomfortable right. and nervous too, and it might not, I might not look smooth. Yeah. And also, like, these kisses are surrounded by so many people like, like there are 30 like, 40 people standing like, here with masks just over watching. their faces they're and all wearing coats i'm freezing like, cold i don't know right I, I get do yeah. i kiss you so it's not hello it's not just a like first kiss it's a first kiss with eight a bunch of people that you don't know watching you see now on i a TV feel like show. we're creating fodder for me to be like i'm gonna be ready to fight anybody that got something to say <laughs> about mario i'm just right. be like y'all can't see me but y'all know that that tiktok right. that's going around where the girls are like mm, mm. yeah y'all ever seen somebody get molly Watt before that's what i'm willing to do yeah. on behalf of mario because if y'all ain't got the yeah. context y'all shouldn't be talking mess and we say that right. as we quite literally have a podcast we quite literally have a podcast based off of talking about something that we have not all the context for. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> we absolutely. can do it, but you guys are not allowed. And I and I'm gonna keep like I will definitely be keeping it real with y'all. Like I like there have literally been times where I'm pretty sure Mario and I have been like fighting. <laughs> <laughs> like we have like been like like literally there have been times where I was like, You're literally the last person I wanna see. Please get out of my face. <laughs> um but we've grown past that. And so that's why I, I'm like, I can... I must defend his honor. I, I can come to his defense and provide more context because I'm like, no, I I know... I get it. ...where he's at and, and what he's... Not like what he's been through. Like, he's had this, like, hard life. But, like, I just know that, like, we have very... These are things that similar, we think about often. Yeah, similar backgrounds with the church. Like, in my and I say similar backgrounds, like, literally the same church. Like, yeah. so... Yeah, wild. Very wild. Which fair. Which neither of us go to that church anymore, so that's good. <laughs> R.I.P. Um, I will say, in reference to Tino and Rachel, I'm curious if yeah. the producer fed him that information or if he came in knowing that he wanted what to... What information? The information about trying to, like, did a producer go up to him and be like, look, so this is what had happened last season, and she got broke up with, and then there was this viral thing that happened where she was just laying on the stairs and she was crying what if uh, you take her to the stairs yeah. and change the vibe oh, and probably. say, let's recreate this moment? Yeah, I would imagine that's probably what happened. He did it well. Yeah. I believed it he all. Did. I was like, impressive. An actor. Interesting. Yeah. I don't see any he Meisner did, technique, but I do see the finesse. Yeah, he was, give, he was giving smooth, I think, from what I could gather from the loudness. They seemed like party, they but, um, had an authentic connection. Yeah. Did she kiss more than one person, Rachel, or did she just kiss? Um, him? I can't remember. I think I Tino might have been her main. Like, I think that might have been. Oh who yeah, she because kissed. because I think Logan definitely was because Logan was the only one who talked to both, both. and then Logan could have kissed both of them. Like, I think both of them were like, but he only Are we kissed kiss? Gabby, right? <laughs> he only kissed Gabby. Did he? I think so. I couldn't remember. I thought. Yeah. I can't remember. 
But I will say, with that in mind, what came up for me watching them engage with, like, watching some of them engage with some of the same guys and also watching yeah. them, like, figuring out, oh, like, I really like this guy. Oh, I want to kiss this guy. Mm-hmm. Um, the importance of transparency and authenticity and being upfront with your friend is going to be so vital on this journey. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and it's going to be interesting to see how the edit is used to mislead us going forward. Because. Yeah. I, and I noticed this happened a couple times with the two cameras where they would mm-hmm. make, I, it felt like they were making Rachel come off like she was very individualistic and the individual nature of the experience Hmm. and how it was like solely her experience but it's like you're also on this journey with someone that (laughs) you're kind of trauma bonded to and that yeah like yeah the bit of it all is that you guys are supposed to be dope friends and they would repeat some of her dialogue to make it seem like she was off or she wasn't concerned with how it was going for gabby um And then they would show Gabby and how she was kind of curious about what her friend's going through, who she was interested in. And I was like, oh, it seems like they're trying to make it look like there's an imbalance here and I don't trust it. Huh. Interesting. Um, And that's something that I thought about, particularly with the their experience with Logan. And even when um, Rachel went and gave her first impression rose to Tino, Mm -hmm. I was like, what? Mm -hmm. I would have. I would have been like, where's Gabby? I'm trying to talk to her. I do like that they got to talk after where she was like, I just gave out my first impression, Rose, bro. Like, holy crap, this night is crazy. I liked that, but I was like, oh, what will that kind of transparent communication look like with your friend when you're pursuing the same group of guys? Even if you guys, even if you're like, yo, actually, I like Tina too, but like, go for it, Mm -hmm. sis. Like, don't let me hold you back. Yeah. That's what we're here for. Like, where is the opportunity yeah. for those conversations? It felt right. like divide and conquer, and I don't like that they yeah. make me feel like they're Ugh. creating that divisiveness right? Um, already yeah, on the first yeah. night. Hmm. I am so interested to see, to see how that does. Because I'm sure it's going to happen, that they're going to be interested in the same in the same guys. Right. Um, so I'm very interested to see how they handle that. Um. But yeah, I mean, is that besides the like not rose I mean, ceremony? Mario gets the first impression rose, and we do oh, not touch I that. It. <laughs> How you gonna skip I your friend? It. We over here defending his honor, and we not sorry, even gonna talk about sorry. him. Now he I will say it, it kind of took me for a loop because I didn't expect him to get it. Yeah, because she had a good connection with someone else, too. She had a good connection with Ryan. She had a great connection with Logan. Logan. Um, oh, Eric, too. Eric, they had yes. a good. They had a good moment, too. And I think I think that's where it was like, oh, Eric could maybe get the first impression, Rose. Yeah. And I think he thought he could get it, too. And, and I think that... I did think Aaron being mad that he didn't get either first impression, Rose, was weird. <laughs> Yeah. He was like, how did I get neither of them? And I was like, um, because they didn't want to give it to you, bro. Right. Exactly. Relax. (laughs) Exactly. Figure out which one you like first, bro. (laughs) Right. Not that. Um, Not that. And yeah, Yeah, so I was like, and that was another moment where I was like, okay, maybe I'm bugging. Maybe she really did enjoy that kiss, awkward and all. Maybe she liked the humor. Maybe we missed yeah, some of their banter. Yeah, she probably didn't think it was awkward. Yeah. She probably didn't think it was awkward until she watched it back and saw that it was awkward. Sure. <laughs> and so, Like, she probably, up until that moment, 
I mean, I'm sure she probably saw that episode before it aired, but like sure. up until she saw it, she probably was like, I remembered that so differently. Like, like yeah. she probably was like, and she probably was oh. having fun and was really in the moment. Yeah. And was like, this is the guy yeah. that's sticking out the most to me right now. And I was like, good, good yeah. for go, go ahead. Um, yeah. And so I will say they did like, have a, they did have a cute moment when she did give him the rose and he was like, I liked when, uh, she was like, Oh, you just like hit my, my foot or whatever. And oh, he was the like, reflexes. Oh, well, I'm actually also a doctor. Yeah. Like, that was, <laughs> yeah. Like, that was, was like, really that, fun. I like that. That was quick and that was quick and good. So I was like, good job. Yeah. Um, and I, so I but. do enjoy that. I think it, it seems like a genuine connection. I really hope it's not for the sake of like, oh, let's get a Negro in here. I don't know. Let's make right. it look good. Pick right. one of the light skinned yeah. ones. Like, please, right. Jesus, exactly. no, don't let that be it. Um, yeah. I will say of all of the guys that we did not get to see them talk to because they didn't talk to half the house, which like, yeah. how are we sitting here for this still long? For this long. The whole night that went by. It's seven o'clock. You still a. ain't talked to people. Yes. You still ain't talked to half these men's. Oh my God. I, I, I'm, I'm going to need, listen, if I'm a bachelor, I'm going to say set a timer. Five minutes. They each got five minutes. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. Like, what's Next. up? And so I was I was really flustered about that. Um, yeah. Because um, there were so many that they I just wanted to. to hang out with Nate. I just want to know him so yeah. bad. And I know we're going to get some time with him in the future. But, like, right, we, yeah, give it to will. me now. Um, yeah. But that's always the question for me is how do all of these hours go by and y'all just sitting there? And we know that that's exactly what you're doing is just sitting there just sitting there because you can't go anywhere because you're in jail sitting like a bump on a god daggone law now yeah we get to the rose ceremony and before we even get in there gabby and rachel are talking to each other about bending the rules now flag on the play because why y'all lying yeah why is jesse coming in there talking about you guys can do whatever you want you call the shots since when Mm -hmm. houseway Right. What what contract did yeah. I sign again? How did I sign my exactly. life away? Am I the host? Like, what's up? What's who's in charge mm. here? Mm. Right. Since when do we call the shots? Uh, yeah. I'm not buying. Am I it. planning all the dates? Am I like? We have not changed happening? the structure of this show. Don't play no, me for Boo Boo the Fool. I know that we have a black exactly. woman executive producer now, but I don't trust it. Talking about mm-hmm. I can do whatever I want. Okay, tell you said it. You said it out loud, so now, now I'm going crazy. Mm. Yeah. No, because whenever people do try to bend the rules or do whatever they want, they all always get turned into the villain or be made right. to look crazy or bad. Or difficult. Or, or difficult. Asking too much, you know, mm-hmm. all the things. Uh, but they decide to go along with it, and they're like, okay. And I, I felt this coming, and I was like, this is actually very yeah. interesting for a couple reasons. Mm-hmm. They want to give all of the guys they didn't sp- speak to a fair shot, big respect. Mm-hmm. But yeah. then they take these three guys out, and they break up with them <laughs> in a yeah. group when they Together. are known yeah. for being broken up with in a group. And I know the context is different because right. they're not nearly as far along. And they're not in love with these people and they have not laid in bed with these people. But I just thought it was an interesting mirror image to consider. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. I was like, uh, huh. Okay. Yeah. So 
So we said bye bye to the twins. Which like fair. Joey and Justin, I think are their names. Something like know. that. And then J- we said bye to Roby like and I feel like they we were said just bye to Roby. I feel like they just probably I don't know. I don't want to impose my opinions on anybody. I would like to be cognizant of doing that this season and trying not to like talk too much mess on folks. <laughs> Yeah. And be judgmental and disrespectful. Instead, make observations that are rooted in how I'm experiencing it and what my perception of the situation is. But my perception of the situation is that they did not give Roby a, sh- a fair shot and they kind of wrote him off before like, yeah. really giving him a fair chance, which I yeah. thought they were like, oh, we're just not into him. And I was like, dang, but what if you could be? Right. He was so clever and cute and fun. And he was drinking whiskey. Yeah. Ugh. Um, but the rose ceremony so. is canceled. They go back into canceled. the room and have a little 5 a.m. champagne to to celebrate. Right. I know. At that point, I'm like, can I get some water? Like, I need some water. And and also, how does it work point, next some week? orange juice. Like, are we going to have another? Can, we, can, I have some, can you make it a mimosa, please? Right. Like, at this point. Y'all got any waffles back there? <laughs> Right, like, is this gonna be the breakfast? Like, that is that is something that I should ask. I'm like, after that, did y'all have breakfast and then just go to sleep? Like, you have to. Like, like, At, what did y'all do? Because it was one of those moments where it's like, oh, we want to see how we are with you guys next week, and it's like, wait, you mean tomorrow? Right. Like, are we saying next week for the audience, <laughs> or are we saying like which right. which audience are we talking to right now? Right. Exactly. Um, Because I'm really interested to see how this next time goes. Like, are all of the guys who have not gotten to meet the girls yet going on a group date together? Yeah. That seems like it would make sense. I know we're not going to have night one, part two. Like, that's not going to happen. Yeah. Are we doing group dates, like, together? Like, is it Gabby and Rachel, like, and then guys? Or is it, like, Gabby and guys and Rachel and guys? Which would be you know, so like, interesting because they're running around yeah. talking about how this is an individualized experience, but they're going to be forced yeah. to do a lot of this together. Right, together. So why exactly. not capitalize on that moment to, like, highlight, you know, the female friendship of it all? Yeah. Um, yeah, so I don't know. It's... I don't even know how to describe it. I was doing the research about the direct comparison tropes and how women are culturally pitted against each other. We see it reflected in media Mm -hmm. all the time. We see it reflected in pop rivalries. We see it reflected in those weird actor beefs. Like when they like, you know, still to this day, they'd be like Jennifer Aniston can't stand Angelina Jolie. And it's been so long. Yeah. Since Jennifer Aniston has been anywhere near Brad Pitt, like hello. Right. Or that weird, like Taylor Swift, Selena Gomez feud that was. Yeah a part of the cultural zeit- cultural zeitgeist for a really long time or pink and Christina uh-huh. Aguilera if people are old enough to remember that joint that yeah. feels like it still has not died 20 some odd years later um, right and I feel like it's especially potent and present in dating shows especially a dating oh, show course. that mm-hmm. is technically built for male presenting white bodies cisgender yeah. bodies um, yeah. able bodies with putting like femme presenting humans in those positions mm-hmm. and expect them to be able to operate the same way when the rules of society don't treat them the same. I don't correct like it because it always becomes about us taking one another down rather than putting our best foot forward. And they do this when uh-huh. 
it's the bachelor and the you know the girls have to compete for the guy yeah it feels like they're just kind of reversing that with the the multiple bachelorettes when it could be an opportunity to to focus on positive relationship building community authenticity transparency right um and figuring it out together in real time and i feel like i don't know what your thoughts on this but female competition has been a tool to suppress women it's why the yeah the culture of the chorus girl versus the ingenue has always been a thing right um and it keeps this focus on like what the other is doing to ruin the other person's chances at something Uh rather than what's actually happening around us which i think is going to be really important this season because at some point or another, and even in the season preview, they're talking about how the guys are the ones with the power and they know it because they yeah. get to pick and choose hmm. between which person they yeah. want. And right. they're not going to lean into the notion of polyamory or explore open relationships no. or pursuing multiple. Uh-huh. It's going to be one or the other, which one's better. And it's going right. to make the girls feel like they're not worth the love of the people that they're mm-hmm. pursuing. Exactly. Hello? Yeah, it's... It can, yeah. It. Uh, We've talked yeah, about it I, before, like what it's felt to feel like you're in competition with another, you know, femme presenting mm-hmm. human being in a romantic. Yeah, and I think arena. Their thought was like, "Oh, this will be so fun. Have two, but it's like, what emotionally, like, what is this actually What's it doing going to do to you? to these women? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I hope that it's handled in a way that is not harmful, but. I mean, I'm sh- we've already seen the previews that it definitely is going to be harmful for them at times. It is. So. Like, if I'm hearing a girl saying, why did they choose me to do this? I'm like, that's yeah. not a good... <laughs> I'm not yeah. looking forward to seeing that. <laughs> right. I came here for a good time, not a long time, right. even though this is exactly. going to be 10 weeks it's of our lives. It's going to be a long time. But we see in the something new and exciting that we haven't seen a cruise ship a cruise ship a cruise ship group date i think do you think that's a group date or do you think that's like some of the final group of men um (laughs) why you look like that why you look so scared um well no i don't think it's a group date okay interesting i think that it's like a like a they're gonna be on that ship for a few days with a specific group of men i think so i think that this is like you know now this is the first i mean i guess i didn't watch last season so i don't know but as far as i know this is the first season where they're actually able to go international again um which like is interesting i did write that down because i wrote down like the things we have to look forward to and i'm like we are in other Uh, people's countries and still in the middle of a pandemic we are we are. And so I think that that's when that happens. When they go abroad, I think that they take a cruise to Paris. Interesting. Ooh. Ooh. I like this idea. Oh, I love conspiracy Ooh. theories. <laughs> so I think that is it, but I don't know. That's um, fair. We got kissing a yeah, hit so black that's... boy in the street. Shout out our whole homie yes. Nate. We've got hot tub Nate. vibes. Things are getting hot and heavy. Yes. I think on the cruise ship yes. in a hot tub. Yeah. We've got our standard of... wedding dresses, which I feel like is going to be next week. Oh yeah. 
Well, it seems like it's going to be next yeah, week's probably energy. Like photo shoot moment. It's always the first yeah. date that they run to. Yeah. The first ones are always like wedding or like striptease. Like everybody get naked. We got like, a lot of spotlighting on Tino, which I think he's going to be hmm. someone to watch. Either very oh, yeah, early so let's in the do... beginning of the season. Oh, I haven't even thought about this for myself. But like, okay, so who do you think are like, if you had to say top two right now? Top two? Or Oh, okay. I guess you could say top. I don't remember enough to say top four, but I guess we could say top four. Or we could say who we think will be, because I definitely don't remember enough to say top four, but we could say who we think is going to make it to top four. Like name people who we think will be in like the last five dudes or something. Okay. So we'll, we'll say some. Okay. So I think that we both agree. Tino is probably going to stick around for a long time. Yes, I do. I do think that. Um... I think Nate, because we just saw a lot of him in the previews, we and I did. think he's probably gonna. And they better not be leading time. me the f- on. I'll be very right. mad. I'll be pissed. I think I will be pissed. I think Jason is going to be a sleeper cell. I do because okay. we didn't see a lot of him at yeah. all, but he was one of the very first people we met, and they showed the yeah. entirety of his entrance. And I think there's something to be said about sure. that. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. And I do think it seemed like we saw a lot of white guys in the other countries. We did see a lot. Like it seemed like they might be in Amsterdam, maybe a little Ireland action. I couldn't tell. Yeah. They're in Paris. Like they're in Europe. And I'm like, I wonder if they're Euro starring their way around to get all of these different locations. But in all of those locations, it seemed like there was a white man. (laughs) It did seem like there was a way. I think, like, yeah, in the previews, I really only saw, like, the only black guy I saw was Nate. Yeah. Like, I didn't see the rest of them sticking around. Me either. And maybe we get shocked and surprised and guffawed, but maybe it seems like the tall white men so are the ones Nate, to look we're at We're thinking Tino. Tino, potentially. We're thinking Jason, potentially. Jason. I'm, I think Logan has to be kept around for long enough to cause I think trouble. Logan, yeah with the two girls i think i feel like they showed in terms of like how long they showed people on their like one-on-ones on the first night i think eric could be in there Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um someone's gonna have to tell somebody the truth about something and i can't remember who that was yeah because yeah the white faces do be blending in together for me blending in Um, um who the heck was the random dark-skinned black man declining the rose f- from Rachel? Because I did not see him on night one. Oh. That wasn't Termaine, was it? <laughs> Am I bugging? Uh, uh, no, I think it was Termaine. Was it really? He looked so I different. So. Oh, he was I so much was more Termaine. attractive when he was declining that rose. He looked so better, so much better. It, I think it was Termaine. Really? I didn't, I didn't really... I didn't. Yeah, I think it was interesting. Okay, I'm gonna have to go back and watch because I was I truly rewound. I was like, is that Termaine? No, that does not look like Termaine on night one. Hello? What's? <laughs> Oops, my bad. Yeah, I think I think that he was looked. Him. I have to rewatch too, but he looked so much better. Like I was like, oh, you kind of yeah. look. Good. You look like you about to cause me some trouble, baby boy. Okay, Termaine. And also, yeah, that was probably him. I am curious if the men turning down Rachel's rose, I wonder if some of them were asked by producers to turn down the rose to start to start drama. 
Potentially, but I don't know if they would do that because then they risking not getting a rose. <laughs> and honestly, I feel like some guys would be feeling like they got that protection. They're like, no, 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 you'll be fine. Gabby's going to give you her rose. We just need you to turn down Rachel's because like you're here for Gabby, hmm. right? It's fine. Hmm. It's okay. I'm telling you because they're going to yeah. treat some of these dudes like they expendable. Yeah. Um, then we see Rachel and Gabby going through it. <laughs> um, whoever is the one who tells the guys, I, I can't trust these bitches is in oh, yeah. for it. Cause I feel like Gabby and Rachel's don't, they don't play games like that. Right. Yeah. Like, I feel like Gabby is an ICU nurse. She's seen some things. Yeah. All right. She's right. seen people at the end of their life and she's probably also yeah. had to hold somebody down and sedate them. I say that because as right. a healthcare worker, I had to put people in straight jackets, which yeah. I think are inhumane. Even still, mm. that means she is ready to square up with you. Right. Offer it. Right. And whoever was talking mm. about, I have to tell them the full truth. What full truth, bro? And somebody's about to change their mm. mind about who they want to be with. And maybe that's out of oh, context yeah. and it's just bait yeah, for us. Sure. Then we got our bonus scene with the, the horse diarrhea. And um, oh, that's yeah. where we've started. <laughs> with a bang. Yeah. Yikes, yikes. That's episode one, <laughs> y'all. Are we excited? Can't believe it. Can't believe we're back here. Can't believe we watch that episode and we're gonna continue watching this season we're gonna continue watching this season and we are going to have fun with and we will have fun with it it's gonna be lighthearted, you know little hot takes here and there um but yeah i i i hope i will pay better attention i will not be going to i don't think mario's planning on having a watch party every week um, I sure wouldn't I, be there every I week. I will not. I'm tired. I will not be going there every week. I, I also was like rush. Uh, like I said, I was late. I was rushing there after work. Like it was a lot. It's too much. I had just like gotten over COVID. It was a lot. Anyways. So um, that's episode one. I am really just excited to see where this goes in t- this as in the show, but also this as in this podcast now that we're back and how we handle it in this new space that we're in yeah. both both physically and mentally yeah um whole new season of life <laughs> whole new season of life we so are changed continue, women we are y'all continue to uh to be whatever you've been doing in the past continue that because it's been working and we feel all that support and love and we're grateful to be here and we hope that you guys are taking care of yourselves. We hope that this provides yeah. a source of escape for you, gives you an excuse to hang out with two of your best homies on the internet. That you miss. <laughs> that you missed I know y'all have so missed much. Us. You're like, dang, they were like my only two black friends. Don't worry, we're back, right. baby. <laughs> we're back. We need to we're have a conversation back. about why we're your only two black friends, but it's okay. Exactly. We're back and we're exactly. going to work on that. We are. Um, we are. We'll get through it together. As always, we love being here with you guys on Patreon. If you guys are not yes. with us on Patreon, then maybe you are not this far in the episode. I don't know how we, <laughs> we're deciding to distribute this, but we would love it if you could like, yeah. comment, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to yeah. us, even on Spotify, because it really does help us. And after being gone for so long, you know our engagement is down. Fair. 
fair. But now yeah. that we're back, we want to get it back up and not exactly. get it back up so that we can assume like positionality or proximity to power mm-hmm. or capital in this godforsaken franchise, but instead because we want to reach more listeners like you so that we can keep expanding right. this community and <laughs> go back yeah. to when it was fun and we can kind of just play and explore and discuss mm-hmm. these themes and ideas with you guys as we watch this yeah, shit show while the world is... Um, on fire and rapidly Probably. decaying yes <laughs> yeah yeah all of the above wow 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 all right y'all well we love you like my said i have to i must go eat something because like Same. i said i just did got work a text out message prior to this it says time to roll yes. dinner time dude <laughs> time to roll she got her partner giving her they about to go eat dinner and i will eat dinner by myself because i am forever alone um Ah. but it's fine it's fine we're living our best life she's only alone because she has to prepare for her next stint on the bachelor and the bachelorette that's all guys that's all crying i'm crying um but yeah i we love y'all we love you so much and that's pretty much it go eat dinner or breakfast or have a drink whenever you're listening to this drink some water hydrate have a treat have a sweet treat take care of yourselves all right bye love you bye